Can I get a test from you, Van? One, two, check, check. Riv. After after the whistle. Riv. Can I get a count? Fuck off. We are gathered here today for this special edition of After the Whistle to wed the ceremony of Dylan Cousins and the Buffalo Sabres to a seven-year marriage at the tune of $49.7 million. Welcome back, Thomas. We were in the middle of our recording our After After the Whistle, and we got the breaking news, and we felt, well, we should probably bring Riv back in for this one. That's right. What do you think, Riv? I think it's really an incredible deal. Um, I think Dylan Cousins, I, I think the deal is 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 very fair for both sides. I think Dylan Cousins has the ability to outplay this deal um in in short time. And I think it's going to be a very favorable de- uh, deal in in the second half of it. I think the deal's bullshit. <laughs> Here we go. You're telling me they couldn't negotiate another three hundred grand around that fucker out to fifty fifty million even? That's a bad agent right there. Forty nine point seven. Hey, I, yeah, you know when when I was twenty two, I signed a fifty million. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You signed a forty nine point seven million dollar deal. No, I'm just kidding. It, I mean, it's a great deal, but you know, here's the thing. And this is all fine and dandy. I just, I remember hearing rumblings and I don't know where I heard them. I mean, hockey's a small world. You know, we always are in touch with people, but somewhere I thought I remember hearing, and we talked about it on the show, that he was asking for $6 million in the offseason. Whether it's true or not, it, you know, it makes for great discussion. So let's just say he was. And the team said, go earn it. I don't think this is an egregious, as Craig would say, uh, overage of what his ask was. I think he's gone out and he's earned it. I think he is. I think he's earned his value, and I was been. Re- I've been reading the comments online, and you know, someone made a point to this, and this may never happen. But aside from his play, he's a, he's captain material. So whether he ever wears the C or not, that's a guy that you never have to worry about straying from the plan. I agree. I think it's a great contract. I think the six million would would we all heard in the summer. I don't know if that's necessarily true or if it is true. Probably not on an eight-year term. Maybe that was a, a discussion on a like a type of Darlene bridge deal, like a three-year at six. And I think Kevin Adams clearly saw, especially with his play, the first 50 games, that three years is not the route to go with this guy. If anything, I'm disappointed that you didn't get that eighth year out of him. I mean, that's your big advantage, right, with being with the team and not the seven-year term. That's the only thing where where I would have really, as Kevin Adams, fought for that eighth year. But at the end of the day, seven or eight, it's not the biggest biggest disappointment, but I think the deal is, is unbelievable on both sides. So uh, well done again by Kevin. Well, I just don't think he was happy with the overall after the whistle grade last week that we gave him. might have been even when yesterday that it went out. He heard about your B, Craig, and he's like, fuck this guy. I got to go and find a way to jack it up to an A. I think this is fantastic. You have, you've locked up your one and two centermen for the next seven years at, at a, a rate where, I mean, if you look at other teams, 
you know, they're paying their number one centerman 10, 9, okay? 10, if you're Vegas, let's just use him as an example. Uh, and, and you got yours at 7.1 and change. And now you have your number two centerman who, if something happens to your number one centerman, he can step up and 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 play that role too. I mean, this is $14 million between two guys that most teams are paying 18, 19, maybe yeah. 20 million to. Toronto's paying 20 million. That's the that's million. the greatest thing about this whole situation is when you when you look at what what Kevin has done in the last short period of time. We're and I'm talking short because Tage Thompson, uh Matias Samuelson, and now you have Dylan Cousins. This is just my impression. As of right now, today, every single one of these guys are underpaid. Tage Thompson elected to sign a contract. And I think he would still sign the same contract if he had to do it all over again, because it gave him security. Okay. It gave him a lot of money, $50 million. It gave him that being said, Tage Thompson's playing at a $12 million pace right now. He's, he's playing at a much higher than what he's being paid. Matias Samuelson's the same thing. $4.3 million for that defenseman. Who's the number he's on the number one pair playing with the number one defenseman in Rasmus Dahlin. $4.3 $4.3 million is peanuts compared to what he is should be making in just a short period of time. A couple he of years. He loves his role too. He doesn't loves care it. about points. He loves being that and, guy. And when you look at Dylan Cousins. Me, yeah. Explain to so me why $4.3 million is peanuts for a guy that does he play power play? No. What no, other non-power play defenseman makes $4.3 million in this league? Uh, I, I can think go that, Jay I, McKee. <laughs> he made four million. Four. Uh, yeah. Four million. No, we were four talking four point three years Those ago. Are peanuts. Four million ten ten years ago. We're talking first pairing guy. Whether you're um whether you're a you know a power play specialist or you're a guy that is playing twenty-three minutes a night on the first pair and you're killing penalties and you're playing against the other team's top line and you're playing 23 minutes a night, you you should be getting more than $4.3 million. That's a six-plus million-dollar player that we're talking about. Mackenzie Weger, my cousin, is not a power play guy. He's never been a power play guy. He won't be a power play guy in his time, but he is a minute eater. He defends against other teams' top lines, and he moves the puck very well. And he's, he's making he's making seven million dollars a year. There you go. Oh. There's one example I was looking Th- for. Three point two five. And and you know, I mean, not to knock you down off your a peg or two, but he's making six and a quarter on his next. There two. you go. There you go. Yeah. But you know what? You know what? Listen, I mean, with the exchange rate in Canada, he's making seven. So actually, over seven. So, um, but let's let's talk let's talk about cousins though. Like so. Can I ask what? one, can I, you know, just because Vanner needs, like, we need to not just shoot this out here and say that, you know, we have a certain player like this that is not on the power play. So therefore he does not deserve this amount of money. Well, how much power play time is Jacob Truba? We watched him yesterday. Absolutely murder two mm-hmm. guys in the game fought. He kills penalties. He's physical. He moves the puck and his job is solely defense. He makes eight million dollars a year. Yep. Work so every all penny I'm too. 
He's oh, worth yeah. every single penny. And we're talking about a guy who's what, 28 right now, Van? I don't yeah. even know yeah. how old he is. I think yeah. he's a little bit older. But what I'm trying to say is he is an integral piece of that team with the Rangers, leadership-wise, size and physicality, defending, because the offense has led to uh, Fox. Here, you're going to play two minutes on the power play, run the show, and get her done, right? Um, I look at I look at Matias Samuelson at the age of 22. I think he is going to grossly, grossly out outgrow his contract within a year or two. Yeah, I think he I think he has already. Right. No, I, and, and again, does. and I'm a big fan of his, but I'm saying at the same time, you do have to look grossly underpaid or overpaid, blah, blah, blah. I think it's a fair contract. Like he signed this con- a seven year deal with 50 games under his belt. 56. Jacob Truba, 56. Sorry. Yeah, those, <laughs> I guess the six games matter. So, but Jacob I, Truba might have earned him another years. 10 million, Thomas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but the whole point is it's, is he going to be underpaid? Maybe. I mean, it, it's it's signing. It's a great signing. That's that's the whole point. But yeah, Cousins. I think that's another awesome signing. Like that's that's right around where I was hoping if I would be involved with the Sabers that that's where you would get him. You know that those, those you know seven eight years around that that seven mark were tages. Well, yeah. the, bar, they the bar is that. set. The bar is set by Kevin Adams, right? And he like. He probably says to Tage or whoever, you know, yeah, I Skinner got that contract, but that I didn't sign that deal. Tage Thompson, no one's making more than Tage. No forward is going to make more than Tage Thompson on this team. Yeah, and and, and it gives under them, any circumstance, gives them a chance to be successful, gives them a chance to win. You know, I look back at all of the players that are incomparables to Dylan Cousins. Dylan Cousins just turned twenty-two. Okay, comparables to him is a Nick Suzuki in Montreal who signed an eight-year deal for $7.875 million. Um, you have Kevin Fiala, who's 25 years old, signed for $7.85 million. You look at um, Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo from, from last year, signed a contract. Both guys are making $8.125 million a year. Tim Stitzel in Ottawa, along with Norris. Tim Stitzel is making 8.35. Hey, Rib, I don't have the numbers in front of me. 7.95. Did those guys, and I don't know this, I'm not challenging, I'm just asking, did either of those guys sign bridge deals in between, or was that their second, right to their second deal? That was their second, I think Jordan Cairo might have signed, let me tell you. I don't know the answer. Yes, he signed a bridge deal. Okay. Okay. He signed for $2.8 million for two years. So they, okay. bri- he bridged the deal for two years and then signed this big one. Brody from uh, Minnesota just signed a deal um, that pays him $7 million a year. And that's kind of like the lowest comparable to Dylan cousins right now. The, the, the comparables are anywhere from like $7 million to $8.3 million. And, Kevin Adams got him under for $7.1 million for seven years. I think that's an incredible contract. And you said it best, Petey, that oh. you have two centermen. You have your number one and number two, two centermen that are making $14 million combined. Yeah. Well, I think they, they needed, I mean, they got lucky on Tage, right? that he didn't wait or lucky or whatever you want to call it. I think it's a great deal. Like Riff said earlier for, for both sides, for Tage, the security reason No, but they needed cousins really to get at the same number because you have that Skinner contract 
knowing that the lean is not going to sign for seven. Right. So Darlene's going to get what Adam thing. Fox is making nine point five, maybe ten. He's, he could be in the ten. He could be in the tens, guys. He could be. He certainly he could, could be, be. But I don't. You think he should be? If you have Adam Fox right now, who is up? Did he win the uh, Norris two years ago? He did two years ago. He uh, he he won the Norris. Um, you're talking about a guy that's putting up very similar statistics to Rasmus Darlene and plays in all situations. He's making nine and a half million dollars. You have arguably, arguably the greatest defenseman in the game in Kale McCarr is making nine million dollars on a six-year deal. So for, to have Rasmus Dahlin signed for 10, 10 and a half million dollars, I don't think that's the move. No, oh, I, know I think that the, the number has to come in with starting with a nine. It's it's that that ideally, you know, looking at it, nine, nine and a half oh, would be it's it's not going to be a nickel. Under nine and a half, and if da- if they keep it under ten, Darlene's doing the team a massive favor, and maybe they get him to like nine point seven five or nine point eight. But if you can keep him under ten, that's the goal. That is the absolute grand slam for Rasmus Darlene. In I, I in think, my opinion, see, I think you, he, I, I think you're you're keeping him under ten for sure. Otherwise, I think you look at the Eric Carlson contract. I mean, the guy is playing. <laughs> Man, at an insane man, if he level, gets ninety points this year. You can't tell me you're not paying him. How many points? How many million. points will Eric Carlson? He might get over a hundred points this year. And why is he not tradable? Because his salary. Exactly. So you you don't think these GMs learn from other contracts? But it's not the GMs; it's the players. You know who has? You know who's very comparable to Rasmus Dahlin? When you have a chance, go and look at this defenseman, and you're going to understand why Rasmus Dahlin is going to sign a contract that's almost identical to his. Because their trajectory in the league have been very similar, and that's Zach Wierenski, Okay, Zach Wierenski, when he played in the league the first three years, the, the point totals, 47, 37, and 44, were very similar. Okay, And then he signed a three-year contract, a three-year bridge, bridge deal. For $5 million a year, Darlene signed for $6 million a year. After he came out of that, that bridge deal of three years, Zach Wierenski signed his long-term contract six years at $9.583 million a year. Darlene is going to be very, very similar to that contract. But at eight years, that's a huge difference, right? Yes. If he yes. wants this contract, then I think he'll do it any day. Uh, as Kevin Adams, you want you want the Varensky, you want six years of this number. Oh, oh my God, he's probably he would beg for him to take that. You ever see the Thomas Crown affair when he robs him of the deal and the guy? Would you rather have Darlene under a six-year deal or an eight-year deal? Eight-year deal. Now, eight, but the number has to then be around. I think nine, nine and a half. That's how I look at it. It's just like, you know, Greg, you're being very quiet over there with the the figure. I feel like you don't my figure. Listen, I mean, this kid is an absolute world class hockey player. I think in his fifth year in the league, okay, he has blossomed into a top five defenseman in the NHL. I think he will be talked about for the next number of years. 
as one of the top five defensemen in the NHL. So when you look at it, is is Darlene going to sign a contract that's going to be a Eric Carlson contract that set a massive bar? At $11.5 million, is he going to be a Drew Doughty in LA who signed a massive deal for $11 million a year? Or are we going to see Rasmus Dahlin say, I want to win, I want to win Stanley Cups. And if I want to win Stanley Cups, you know, what's the difference between nine, nine and a half or ten and a half? Yes, I know it's a I know it's millions of dollars. But what the hell does it mean when you're when you're gonna already make over a hundred million when you're when you're done your career? Well over a hundred million. I think you want to win championships because the people that haven't won it, the players that haven't won, would probably go back and change things and say, if I could do something to help my team win a right. championship, so then, then I what, would do it. So then you're saying that Darlene will um I would love Darlene at a $9 million for eight years. I didn't years say what, we, you, what you'd love him at. I said, what do mm-hmm. you think he'll get? I think he's going to get over 10. He's worth over 10. He what is, is the one? 10. What this, this model that Kevin is building here, but he's signings. And again, you can't put Skinner into it because that's not Kevin signing. Reminds me of the Tampa Bay Lightning. How many players do the Tampa Bay Lightning have that make double digits? None. Zero. Okay. So this is a model that if Kevin and I'm maybe he's internally discussing this with the players that you you want to build something like Tampa. I think we're getting close to it. Obviously, they don't have as many pieces as Tampa has, but all of them have stayed under a number, which all of them are probably you can say underpaid. Well, Victor Edmonds making seven point nine. Yeah, like. So this is. That's, I'm sorry. He's been the best but, defenseman overall for the last seven, decade. eight years. Yeah, you know, he and got he's going to be remembered. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer when walking home with, I don't know, but when he's said done with three, four cups, right? And you know, when you, listen, when you go back to it, when they were winning Stanley Cups, Anthony Sorelli was a young kid making a lot less than what he is now. Um, Steve Stamkos, who was being offered $11 million a year, decided that he was going to stay in Tampa Bay for eight and a half. Braden mm-hmm. Point at the time, who's making nine and a half now, before he signed uh, or won the Cups, he was making a lot less. And I mean a lot less, being a guy that was scoring 40 plus goals a year and 90 points. Um, you know, Sergachev, Miguel Sergachev, was making a lot less than what he is now. Next year, he's going to be making $8.5 million. So there is a lot of players that bought into... Less is more. Less is more, and we, we're going to give ourselves a chance to win championships. And I'm going to tell you right now, Kevin Adams, with the start of this, with just the start of what's going on here, when you have your two top centers making making fourteen point. $3 million a year for the next seven years. It's not just going to benefit them now. And I'm talking oh. in the next two years where they're really, really, really going to benefit is in five years from now, when Dylan cousins is now 27 and Tage Thompson's 29. And these guys are grossly underpaid because the salary cap is going to go up 10 to $15 million in four, four to five years. 
that's when this team is going to explode because they're going to have so much money in the bank. A $7 million player right now, five years from now, is going to be completely different on the percentage of the cap. Again, he they, they set themselves up really, really well. Now, again, and I've mentioned this many, many times, is what do you do next, right? I mean, he set himself up so awesome with these two contracts. But we have all said you need more pieces. And those pieces have to be, I think, pieces you trade in. But now you have two solid centers should have ton of cap space or ton enough cap space to bring in those secondary pieces that these teams need. Listen, uh, I'm I'm with you, but I think I think right now I I don't know how you jumble it all in. I'm starting to talk. I'm starting to wonder about Owen Power in the off season. Are you going to extend him? You have to. It's yeah, not even I mean, consideration. I think your next ones is is power and it's Darlene. How do I get these? Now I got my top two centermans at fourteen million. How do I get my top two demons under? I don't know what the number. <laughs> those is. two guys at fourteen million give you a little money on the other side to pay those guys. <laughs> you know, like yeah, it won't be fourteen. That's for sure. But again, you know, you're 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 not winning championships just with five guys. They're giving you an opportunity to be dynamic and win but you're going to win through depth throughout your lineup. And when you have players like Dylan Cousins, like, you know, Alex Tuck, Alex Tuck's making 4.75 million. He's over a point a game right now with 20, what? 25 snipes. You don't have to worry about him for another three years. That is, that is insane. When you're looking at the salary cap and he's only making 4.75, that is unbelievable. So when you're moving forward, you know, you, 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 you want to say, yes, I have, I have more money for Rasmus Dahlin and, and Owen power because the other guys took maybe a little less, less money. That's not how you look at it. No, there no. has to be a salary structure. Kevin knows with his, um, you know, mathematical geniuses that are crunching numbers. They know exactly what they have to pay Darlene and Owen power. And if these players want an opportunity because it's hard enough to win a Stanley cup. You have to have players buy in. You really do. And if they buy in, they're going to make a lot of money. Like if Darlene's making nine and a half and Owen power, Owen power is going to sign for, you know, what I hear. I hear a theme song for these, this team pretty soon. No, this, you you, you got to get Darlene around nine and you got to get power on the same contract that you just signed Dylan Cousins for. Well, no, power is going to, what if power were eight for eight, eight and a quarter for eight? No, that's, that's the get... number, man. He's, he's Thomas Shabbat. All, is it Thomas Shabbat? I don't yep. care. We, we just, the Rivs just gave us 50 examples of other guys and Dylan Cousins didn't sign for over eight. I'm telling you when you are 20, 21, I've been there. You, you don't, you don't turn down a seven year deal at 50 million. Because you think what? you're worth sixty well, wh- or what? fifty. Do you do the nope. same thing as what you do with with Darlene? Do you bridge him and give him a three year deal? No, no chance. Because I think in Darlene's case, I think the team sucked, right? And you didn't really know where he was at. With him, you look, you know what you're gonna get out of him. Thomas, how much does the fear of injury factor into these young kids' heads? Does is that part of the reason? Because I always view it as as 
Um, oh, injury, you don't because you, you have insurance, right? So, I mean, it, it's not... But do you have insurance for a second contract? Like an overall career earning potential? You, 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 can, you can do it. You can, yes, you can do that. So, okay. I, I know uh, most players have it, and I had it until I signed my big deal. And and players players would do that on their entry-level deal going into the last year of a deal? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, I I I can't speak obviously for these young kids nowadays, but I don't think any of them are concerned about injury. Okay. Then like why would Owen big, Power then a, why would Owen Power uh, not sign a bridge deal? Why? Because three years at eighteen million, or do you want seven for fifty? What sounds good as a twenty-one year old? Well, seven for fifty and, or and ten for eighty. Like, because he can play no, that no, no, three no, no, years, no. make hold twenty, on, hold on, twenty-two million, and then sign a deal for. Nine and a half for eight years or seven years, you know, and but then it's eleven years. Well, what I see with Owen Owen Power is I see him understanding that he's twenty years old right now, first year in the league. He's going to play his second year and the final year of his contract out at age twenty one. When he signs, let's just say, like Thomas said, a seven year deal that puts him at twenty nine years old when he's done. And he's got $50 million in the bank. He still has seven more, eight more years to play in the league that will pay him who knows how much that, that time, at the time. Knows? Okay, like I said, it's, it's when you present, I mean, Dylan Cousins is not a dumb kid, I'm sure. I'm, like, I'm sure he'd be like, God, I think I could make more. I could make more. But when, when this this presents uh, once in a, li- a life-changing deal, you're not holding out for more. I don't think so, so. So if I were to say to you right now, Pete, I want you to sign Victor Hedman for a, to a five-year deal right now. How much money are you paying him? That would make sense for the team and for the player. Uh, I know what he makes, so I, I, I understand okay. So 10, if, if I were to say million, to you, ten million. if I just ten million dollars for five years, fifty million. Well, he's thirty-two years old right now, and he'll. There, there's going to be teams in the league that will pay him ten million dollars right now. Ten million right now to sign that deal. Owen Power, if he signs a seven-year deal like Thomas said, it takes him till he's twenty-nine and he's got fifty schmilly in the bank. And then he, he can sign an another awesome eight-year deal. Yes. Right. He's going to sign another eight-year deal, which possibly will move him way past the $10 million range. And the second half of the that's another $80 million. This kid is, is an absolute world-class stud. And he's going, to, he's going to fall right in the footsteps of a Victor Hedman. He's a power play guy. He's a penalty kill guy. He's a Right now, he's a 22, 23-minute-a-night player. But guess what? In three years from now? He's not going to be 22 minutes a night. He's going to be 28 minutes a night. He's going to be Chris Pronger. They're not going to want to take him off the ice. What if What if he ends up turning into Tyler Myers? Hmm. Okay, Thomas, you're going. You're going there, eh, bud? No, uh, I'm just. Saying, um, yeah, that's. that's a, I'm telling you, that's the, the, a great that's friggin' why, point. That's a great that's point. That's why you take a chance as an organization, but also as a player. That's why you take if you're offered seven years at that age. I played with Tyler Myers. Yeah. So did you. Yeah. And I've had a chance to watch Owen Power for 
almost 50 games. And the upside on Owen Power right now for me is, I mean, I don't even, I can't, I, I don't even know where the ceiling, his skating ability and his smoothness is completely off the chart for six foot six. His defending ability and everything else, his hockey IQ, the way he handles the puck is completely off the chart for a big man. And he's 20. He is a baby. He is going to gain confidence and swagger to his game. And he is going to take things to another level. If I were to, t- if you were to tell me that I'm going to get this from Owen power for the next 10 years, I'd still take it. I think he's unreal, but I think he's nowhere near where he's going to be in two, three years from now. I think I he's mean, an absolute stud, but Myers had a, I mean, he has had an awesome career. He has made a ton of money. He's a good Making player. Six, six million bucks a year. Yeah. But he was 19 when he came and won the Calder. That's right. And at the time we were like, this guy is going to be Chris Pronger. Like you uh, said. No, I did not. I did not. Because I, I, I sat so. on the bench. I sat on the bench. He can do all the wrong things and he never was taught. And guess what? Things went the other way because I think he could have been yeah. way better. He needed right. to learn how to play the game. All I right. think he was an absolute genetic freak. You said to me right. seven minutes ago, you had to go in seven minutes. I do. So okay. Have you got everything off your chest? How do, what do you think of the deal? What do, you, what do you think of the Cousins deal? You like it? It's a great signing. Dylan Cousins, congratulations. He deserves it. He deserves it. Great contract. It's an awesome contract. Great player. Great for him. Great for the team. If I'm Kevin, before I open up the Camus, I'm calling Terry Pagula and be like, have you seen what I've done with these three people? I want Show my contract. The money. I want my contract ripped up today. He just signed his contract. He just signed a three-year deal. Rip it up. Terrible contract, Kevin. (laughs) Rip it up. Terrible contract. He he signs good contracts for players and horrible contracts. I'm on the other way. I say fire him for not getting Cousins (laughs) done under $6 million in the summer. Cousins was asking for six. Could have got him for 5.5. Now you're $2 million over at one point. This is just money out of the owners. But this is right up your your alley, Petey. You have been the one that has advocated for these guys to go and earn it, not give them these contracts that they haven't earned. Dylan Cousins has earned it. Yep, he has. With with two rookies on his wings, and he's playing yeah. really, really well. So This is where you look it. at a guy and you say, good for you, man. That's a wrap on another episode of After the Whistle. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, After the Whistle. And at Craig Reve 52 at the instigator 76. And you can find us as you already know on Apple, Spotify and YouTube and anywhere else where you can get your podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to spread the word.